You are listening to episode 17 of the Sunday Shakeout, featuring a March global running update. Hello and welcome to the Sunday Shakeout. I'm your host, Nicholas. This episode features an episode for entertainment purposes, a global running update. It's been a long time, since January, since we've done one of these, but I feel that there has been some exciting races going on and worth documenting. This global running update will feature three things. Firstly, Jakobinga Brixen's impressive 3000 meter gold at the European Indoor Championships. Secondly, an exciting report on the World Cross Country Championships. And last but not least, a deep dive into this year's exciting Tokyo Marathon. The goal of this episode is to have fun with the sport of running and be informed on some of the impressive performances going on. If you're new to to the Sunday Shakeout, this show features guest interviews, training analysis and tips, gear views, and more. With tips for beginning, intermediate, and advanced runners alike, listeners will be provided with insightful information. They'll help them get faster, stay injury-free, and be happy. This past month of the sport of distance running has had many exciting performances and surprises. So many, in fact, that I simply don't have enough time to dig deep into all of them. From Caitlin Tui's unstoppable nature in the NCAAs to Lamecha Gurma breaking the world indoor record in the 3,000 meters, there is no shortage of action. But today is the day for Yaka Mega Brixen and the World Cross Country Championships, as well as the Tokyo Marathon. So without further ado, please enjoy my March 2023 Global Running Update. We're going to start with some heat, okay? Let's start with Jakob Ingebrigtsen. Let's start with the European Indoor Championships for 2023 in Istanbul, Turkey. Now, we've seen in these championships many world-class performances, but today, let's document Jakob. Now, he completed the double, which is pretty incredible, and I think that at this point, we should just pretty much expect doubles all the time from Jakob. But he won the 1500 meters and the 3000 meters. And I personally thought that the 3000 meter race that he won, I thought that that was an incredible race. He won the race in 740.32, which is an indoor 3000 meter national record for Jakob Ingebrigtsen. And he now has eight national records for Norway, including just 11 European senior titles, uh, indoors, outdoors, and cross country. Now, the time of the race, that might not seem like super impressive for like an af- uh, like a pro runner. I mean, La Mecha, uh, we just saw like the 3000 meter record go down indoors at like 726 or something like that. But the key was here is the how Jakob closed. Now, the opening 1600 was, I'd say, yeah, it was 414.83 as Jakob led them around. And I thought this was a pretty respectable pace. But to him, I thought this was pretty pedestrian because he had ran a 727 outdoor 3000 meters and that meant that he could clearly wind up further. Now this final mile for Jakob, that was stunning. He went from the 1400 meter split to the 3000 meter mark. Jakob really amped up the pace. 
he worked his way from 200 meter splits in the mid 30s range down to a final 400 meters get this of 55.04 seconds not just that but a final 200 meters of 26 seconds now while he was doing this as Jakob always looks he looks very relaxed now i must give a great shout out to adele mitchell who finished the race in 741.75 now mitchell is known as a great kicker but Jakob is Jakob Ingebrigtsen, <laughs> and so he put the nail in the coffin over the final 200 meters, and with Jakob's incredible speed and insurmountable strength, he's almost unbeatable at this point. And so his final, Jakob's final mile was 355, and he did this by slowly lifting up the tempo. Like we talked about earlier, his 200 meter splits went down from the mid 30s all the way down to like a final 200 of 26 seconds. And what this really does, both him doubling in the 3,000 meters and the 1,500 meters, uh, and completing this double, it really shows his impe impeccable consistency. And even though he had a sickness for a while this winter, he could still execute at a world-class level. And I liked how the Total Running Productions guy put it. He could be, this Jakob Ingebrigtsen could be on track to win 30 European senior titles by the end of his career if he keeps this up, assuming he of course runs good for another decade or so but what's really important here is that Jakob not doesn't have just a lot of potential in his career he has a lot of potential in this season if he can run world class with an indoor season that he is quote not happy with and with training where he says that he has been doing quote been doing nothing because of his sickness then I say that the sky is the limit for Jakob this outdoor season he might be able to run under 328 for the 1500 meters which would be remarkable so as all running seasons i'm in track seasons i am really eager to see how Jakob does i will always be excited when i hear some news about Jakob. like last year it started out with like the bowerman mile and then it uh we went over to like norway or oslo for that mile and i just i just i'm gonna be really excited to see Jakob. but now let's talk about something that's a little intriguing here, and this is the World Cross Country Championships. Uh, it's been four years since this has happened because of all the COVID restrictions and everything, but it's back, and it's back in Bathurst, Australia. It's known as one of the most difficult races known to man, and you need to outsize and you need to beat a field that is probably one of the most competitive in the world. To start off, we have the men's side. We have Joshua Cheptegei. Since, and he's the defending champion in this race in 2019. But since he has won this race, he's become the world record holder in the 5,000 and 10,000 meters and an Olympic champion. However, he has met with in Im immense competition, including Jeffrey Camuoro, Jacob Kiplimo, Selman Barrega, and Berihu Aragawi. And on the women's side, we have Latessenbet Gide. And I just, I can't express how great Gide is. And her marathon debut, I think she ran the fastest women's marathon debut of all time at the Valencia Marathon this past uh, December. And right now she's looking to continue her streak of being the greatest female distance runner in the world. Now today, what's really pivotal about this day is the conditions and the course. It is hot, it was hot that day. It was 90 degrees Fahrenheit, also known as 32 degrees Celsius, and the course got so hot that the temperature even reached 35 degrees Celsius, and there were some serious hills on the course. Athletes are always going either uphill or downhill, and when it, a race is really hilly, it's really hard to find a rhythm. But let's start with the women's race. And after 30 minutes, we had all the favorites up front, 
But Latessin Betgide, the pre-race favorite, was looking to seal the race, and she made her move, which I thought le left her competitors in tatters. I thought they wouldn't be able to recover. It, it appeared as if the race was over. However, over the final 200 meter downhill, Gide, she was really weak and struggling. And Beatrice Chibet, I think of Kenya, she actually passed her down the home stretch, and she won the 10K race in 33 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, and Gide actually collapsed uh, when she was weak and struggling, and she was consequently disqualified because she was assisted by the um, uh, Ethiopian medical staff and coaches, which is not allowed during a World Athletics competition. I think Beatrice Tibet is that a Ken? Is she from Kenya or Ethiopia? I think she's probably from Kenya, but she don't mark my words. She might actually be from Ethiopia, but. Uh, and, uh, but Gide was disqualified from this race because she was assisted by her coaches, uh, which is not allowed during a World Athletics competition. And so even though Gide got going again and crossed the line in fourth, she was not given her placing, which left her Ethiopian team with less points. And I, if I had to give this race one lesson, I would say that an ill-timed kick uh, might drag you from first to last. So you gotta time your kick, your finishing kick at the right point. That way you can leave your com competition in tatters. Otherwise, I'd say if Gide timed that kick maybe 200 meters later, she would have been lights out. Now let's talk about the men's race. And the men's race here started 20 minutes before its scheduled time because of the possibility of a storm. There was, the sky was getting pretty gray. We had a uh, possibility of even lightning. And so it was really crucial to get this race going because obviously it would be pretty unsafe if the runners were racing and lightning was literally on the horizon. But the first 20 minutes of this race was really held by the pre-race favorites. Uh, this includes Kip Limo, uh, obviously we have Cheptegei and Jeffrey Kimuro, all those guys. But I'd say after about the first 20 minutes, the sky started to turn gray and lightning was on the horizon, but so was a gold medal. And so this race really came down to four competitors. And just after the 25 minute and 30 second mark, Kip Limo made a huge surge to heal the race. I think it was after a downhill patch and this acceleration found him 10 meters ahead of everybody just like that. And he finished the race, the ten, this 10K race, in 29 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, his uh, teammate, Joshua Cheptegei, finished in 29 minutes and 37 seconds to get the bronze. And Kipolimo's final kilometer, which what was 249, which is crazy. And what this final kilometer really showcases is his incredible talent. Now, remember here, Kipolimo is only 22 years old, and he still won this race with an easy surge, maybe not easy, but impressive surge, uh, and he had to deal with rain, wind, and obviously, of course, hills. And Kiplimo, though, he's had plenty of experience with hills, though. As he said in his post-race interview, that uh, even with the treacherous conditions, he said that the course was actually really good, <laughs> which I find pretty silly, but uh, he said that he was really prepared because obviously he was he trains in Uganda and when he trains in Uganda It's really hilly there Now we've talked about the men's race and the women's race here uh, For the senior titles, but let's talk about the men's and women's you under 20 teams for the United States And I really want to give a shout out to them there. I thought this was really impressive But let's dive into the full race as a whole. Let's start with the men's race for the individual title Ishamel Kipkuri 
ended Kenya's individual title drought of 12 years. This is unbelievable. And he he won the gold in 24 minutes and 29 seconds. It's just mind-blowing to think that Kenya could have such a long drought. I think that this is kind of brought on by Kenanisa Bekele's dominance, uh, but obviously Kenya is one of the top countries. And his Kenyan teammate, Kip Curry's Kenyan teammate, Raymond Chariot finished right on his tail uh, with a time of 24:30, with Bulky. Uh, sorry, I'm not. If, sorry, I'm not, if I'm saying these names wrong, but Bulky Deriba getting the bronze for Ethiopia in 24:31. So it was pretty close, right on their tail. And I thought, I think that down the final home stretch, Raymond Chariot made a great kick uh, to pass Bulky Deriba, but he couldn't quite get to Kip Curry. But congratulations to the Kenyans because. They got the gold for the team title, led by Kip Curry, and they won this team title over Ethiopia by only one point. And the big surprise here was that the United States of America got the bronze as a team in the under-20 race. And this race was led by Leo Young, uh, one of the two uh, young twins of Lex and Leo Young, and he, Leo Young finished as the first non-African in the race. And for the United States, this is their first team medal in the under-20 division since 1982. This really has like a lot of promising potential. And uh, the under-20 men's team was just amazing. Like obviously, there's like a lot of potential there. And there's there's a documentary on YouTube that's out, and it's filmed by Leo Young's brother Lex about this race in Bathurst. And I think it's on the HD Runners YouTube channel, and the thumbnail says, uh, quote, the youth prodigies. And in this video, I think the twins said it best. This new generation and future American generations can hopefully maybe one day compete with the African runners. And what he really means there is there's a lot of potential in this uh, field of American runners. And uh, obviously, if you're an American runner, it's a good time to be alive. Uh, but also, be sure to check out Lex and Leo Young's YouTube channel, LNL. They make some great content on there. And I think in their most recent video, uh, including and also in the documentary, uh, they were rocking some sweet Oakley Suntros. I gotta get my hands on those. They're probably, probably pretty expensive, but they look really cool. Now let's talk about the women's side for the under 20 race. Uh, as far as the individual title, we got um, just like Sen Senayat Gedechu, uh, who is a 17 year old, and she won for Ethiopia in the sweltering heat. And uh, for the team title, uh, Gedechu led Ethiopia to a gold, uh, and Kenya got the silver, led by Pamela Koske. So this is kind of a flip flop of the under 20. Uh, uh, women men's race so we have obviously in the men's race Kenya beat Ethiopia but in this race Ethiopia beat Kenya but what didn't change is who got the bronze that's right the United States of America and the under 20 women's team showed up they it was led by Ellie Shea and Irene Diggs and the U under 20 women's team I just can't stop saying this they got the bronze and what really makes this impressive is not one, but both of the teams medal. And this is an incredible achievement. And as the in the HD Runners documentary, they couldn't have said it better uh, as a thumbnail that they are youth prodigies. And the next generation of American distance runners, I think has great hope. And as Lex Young says in that documentary, that this is probably the most 
successful under 20 men women's cross country team ever so i just want to give a big shout out i'm an american proud american i would just want to give a big shout out to the united states uh in the hot and humid conditions but now it's time to move on to a different country altogether it's time to move on to the tokyo marathon now on the women's side we have kenya's Juan and drew uh who ran 216.28 and this makes her the seventh fastest women's marathoner of all time and she won over ethiopia's tisage gemachu by 28 seconds who also ran sub 217 and she's the only the eighth woman to ever do that so incredible talent on the women's side congratulations to andrew and all of the women who participated in the tokyo marathon now on the men's side it's almost as if we were adding some spice to the pan here it's getting pretty spicy on the men's side this is where it gets really interesting and to set the stage or specifically in the last 5k but to set the stage we have the ethiopia's ethiopians and i'm probably pronouncing all of these names wrong but we have desu gilmisa tesege gerechu mohammed isa and dimi taru abate and for we have single canyon in the six pack here we have titus kipruto and then we have the canadian cameron levens and so this group of six runners four ethiopians one kenyan and one canadian they broke away at the final turnaround point of the race at the 37 kilometer mark now cameron levens he floated to the front and this is the north american dream here and however after about 40k he was unable to hang on to gelmisa isa and getachu and also kipruto as they surge at the 40 kilometer mark and it was a quite a spectacular three-way sprint finish we have gelmisa isa and getachu and they kicked hard and it was a dramatic final stretch and gelmisa narrowly beat isa with the time of 205 22 and they actually both got the same time because it was really close but shout out to Cameron Levins here. I know that he put in a lot of effort for this race. Um, and he set the North American record with a time of 206.36. And his previous marathon previous marathon PR was 207.09, which is a Canadian marathon uh, record for him when he set it up when he finished fourth at the World Champs last year. But I don't just want to give a shout out to uh, Cameron Levins in the United States but the whole world of marathoners because the world of marathoning is looking insane right now and my proof is that in this tokyo marathon there were a grand total of 20 athletes who ran sub 210 in this year's tokyo marathon and in this year's boston marathon in about a month in april Elliot kipchoge who is the marathon goat will have some major competition from the likes of Evans Chebet, Daniel Donashamiento, and more. So I just, I'm I'm a big fan of track and field, road running, cross country, whatever you want to call it. And I honestly must say that if you, like me, are a fan of distance running, that this is the best time to be alive. Thank you for listening to episode 17 of the Sunday Shakeout. I enjoyed making this episode. I think global running updates are the most fun because it's all fun. You got get you get to watch for me with my research on the, these topics. I just get to sit back and watch some videos, take some notes, read some fun articles. Life's good. But if you enjoyed this episode of the Sunday Shakeout, please consider following to or subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I would also greatly appreciate a review in Apple Music. Um, obviously Spotify too, 
and I hope you all really enjoy your day. Um, I just got nothing else to say. I thought this was a really fun episode, but uh, thank you for all my supporters who support this podcast. We're at 36 total followers on Spotify, and we're sitting at like 25-star reviews. I'm really happy about that, and always feel free to reach out to the Sunday Shakeout at gmail.com if you have any questions regarding running, and I will get back to you uh as well and also just yeah free feel free to leave a review or a comment down below if you want to what did you think of this episode i also place polls on spotify for uh all of you listeners to participate in and i always like hearing your feedback but this is the sunday shakeout and peace out <laughs>